0: More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.
1: Today on More to Life, no joy our challenges in your life or relationship getting you down let us help you discover the path to a more joyful abundant life give us a call 877-573-7825 everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life well the theology of the body uh, reveals how you can actually achieve it more to life the happiest couples know how to say i do to each other every
2: moment of every day surprising relevant
1: Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak.
2: I'm Lisa Popchak.
1: And today on More to Life, No Joy. Well, I mean, I I hope that that's not the case, but but that's the title of the show. As we talk about the challenges in our life or relationships that tend to get us down, we're going to help you discover the path to a more joyful, abundant life. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. So would you
2: like to experience more joy in your life? What's getting in the way? Are there particular problems in your life or your relationships that are stealing your joy? Are you finding it hard to be as joyful as you'd like to be? Or maybe you'd like to help someone you care about be a little more joyful, and you're not sure how. We're going to help you discover the path to a more joyful, abundant life if you give us a call at 877 573 7825 That's
1: 877-573-7825 And you might wonder, why are we talking about joy in Lent? Aren't yep. we supposed to be miserable all the time? Well, 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 no, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Lent is really supposed to be about getting rid of all those things that prevent us from experiencing real joy in the Lord. And, you know, the the, the false consolations, the things we lean on that, you know, Actually distract us from leading a more joyful life, and so you know if you'd like to experience more joy, give us a call. It's eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five. If you're listening later to the More to Life podcast, first good on you. Don't ever miss an episode of More to Life. But you can still get your questions into us via email, and that address is questions at moretoliferadio dot com. That's with the number two questions at moretoliferadio dot com. You
2: know, it's funny when, when I sat down to like, you know, prepare for the show today. Our, we, our wait, we top, prepare for the show our what topics <laughs> are picked about a month in advance and I sat down and we looked at it and I went, Oh, March first, no joy. And I kind of laughed at that because I know that for me, when when we first got married, I was an elementary school teacher in a Catholic school system. And I'll tell you what. We hit March, and my whole system just kind of went, ugh, because there were no days off for us. Like, spring break was, like, in April. There were no days off. There were no holidays. There were no three-day weekends. At that time, March just didn't fall that way. And everybody was slogging, and it was still winter, and it was gray. And I always sort of had that, like, oh, March kind of, like, feeling. And... You know, when I left that career and and did the other things in my life, I built some stuff in so I wouldn't feel that way so much. But there are just things, right? Events, relationships, circumstances, that can kind of take like a dirty paintbrush. You know, like I, one of the things I do is I do a lot of water coloring, and when you when you are rinsing out your brushes, the water just gets gray and gross. Well, if you like took that water and put it against your day or against your week or against your life and you just get that, sometimes we feel that way and we just don't quite know what the heck to do about it to allow ourselves to connect with God's grace, with God's peace, with the joy of being his child, the joy of knowing he's with us. Other times that lasts us a whole lot longer. Sometimes somebody has painted that that color across our whole lives, and we think of joy, and we have no idea how to get there. Wherever you are today, we are here for you on More to Life. Just give us a call at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825.
1: Call up and share. Would you like to experience a little more joy in your life? I mean well who wouldn't right but what's getting in the way you know maybe there are particular problems in your life or relationships that are stealing your joy or maybe you know it isn't a particular thing you're just in general finding it harder to be as joyful as you'd like to be or maybe there's somebody that you care about that you'd like to be a little more joyful but you're not sure how to support them one one way or the other we want to help you discover the path to a more joyful abundant life again the number 877 573 Seven eight two five.
2: So however that's presenting itself, if it's just that dreary feeling or it's anxiety or depression or fear or dread or whatever that is that's going on in your life that's keeping you from really experiencing the joy that God wants you to feel in his Holy Spirit, we're here to
1: help you today.
2: 877-573-7825.
1: Every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. Now, if you're not sure what that is, uh, when St. John Paul was Pope, he gave a series of reflections over the course of about five years uh, that looked at how we could experience a more joyful and abundant life by prayerfully contemplating God's design of creation, and especially our bodies.
2: The theology of the body reminds us that there's a big difference between joy and mere happiness. We tend to think that joy is a product of stepping away from life, finding little ways to enjoy ourselves, or stepping away from stress. And while that can be very important for our well-being, the feeling we get from doing that isn't actually joy. It's happiness. And happiness is good. We all want it but it is fleeting, unfortunately. Happiness only lasts as long as the pleasure sticks around or the stress stays away. Joy, on the other hand, is the fruit that comes from intentionally trying to do whatever you can to live a more meaningful, intimate, and virtuous life every day.
1: That's right. So joy is the quality that allows us to have a deeper sense of rightness and contentment about our lives even when things are a little crazy or not going the way we'd like. you know Whether things are going the way we want or not in this particular moment, joy enables us to look at the bigger picture. It allows us to feel good about where we've been and where we're going, and that comes from doing our best to build our lives around the pursuit of these three qualities, meaningfulness, intimacy, and virtue. So a joyful person can find meaning in whatever we're going through, You know, we look for ways to use our experiences, good and bad, to draw closer to the people that we love. And we try hard to see everything we go through as an opportunity to learn something, to become better, stronger, healthier versions of ourselves. Other folks endure life and endure the problems that they face. Joyful people live life and learn from their struggles. Unlike happiness, because joy is a fruit of the Holy Spirit, you can't pursue joy directly by doing this thing or avoiding that thing. Cultivating joy means dedicating yourself to a life of meaningfulness, intimacy, and virtue, regardless of the circumstances you're in. You know, and that all sounds great in theory, but but how do we actually live it out? Well, that's what the show's about today. Give us a call. It's 877-573-7825. Let's take our concerns to the Lord and we'll start taking your questions. In the name of the The Father, Father, the the Son, Son, and the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we come before you and we ask you to fill us with the joy of your Holy Spirit. Help us to build our lives in the pursuit of meaningfulness, intimacy, and virtue. Let us use our gifts to lead meaningful lives by finding ways to make a positive difference in the lives of those around us or the situations that we're in. By pursuing intimacy and making our relationships stronger, deeper, deeper healthier through your grace. And pursuing virtue, which enables us to look at all the things we go through, good and bad, as an opportunity to become the whole, healed, godly, grace-filled people you created us to be. Help us to experience your joy in all circumstances so that we can give glory to you in every situation. We ask all this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and in the name, in the name of, the of the Father, the, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great.
2: Pray for us.
1: Today on More to Life, would you like to experience more joy in your life? I mean, who wouldn't? Well, what's getting in the way? Give us a call and tell us, are there particular problems in your life or relationships that are stealing your joy? Or are you just finding it hard to be joyful as you'd like to be in general? Or for that matter, maybe there's somebody you care about. You'd like to help be more joyful, but you're not sure how to support them. Whatever the situation is, we want to help you discover the path. To a more joyful, abundant life. 877 573 7825. That's 877 573 7825.
2: We're talking now with David, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Texas on Guadalupe Radio.
1: Hi there, David. What's your question for us today?
0: Hi. Yeah, my question is more about, you know, I understand the uh, joy is a state of being, and, you know, it's, it's something that we experience, like with the things that we've done, my question is, like, I tend to be destructive at times with my with my joy. So, like, for example, I woke up this morning joyful, happy, very playful, and then I start getting these things done in order for us to take a trip, and, um, you know, as I'm getting these things done, it's like I'm, I want to be there on time, I'm thinking, and then I start my joy starts disappearing because I'm not going to be on time. I still have to do all these things, have to get all of this done, and then it just the joy kind of goes away. And then I start to be destructive with my spouse on on that joy that I should be experiencing with her at this time. So I'm I'm, I'm trying to look. So for you get grouchy
2: with her because, because you got to get all this done. Is that what I'm hearing? Like you just like. <laughs>
0: It, yeah, it last a minute, then exactly. it's like, i
2: got to get all this done, and then suddenly you're snapping at her to get ready kind of stuff? Is that was that what's happening yeah. on the spousal front?
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, do this, do that, and it's, it's like I'm starting to bark orders, and then she's like, she's being so graceful about it and, and doing it, and then it too hurt it's like okay enough is enough already you know
1: and so no, um, i don't want to go on the trip I with you because you're going to be so grumpy yeah <laughs> right right yeah
2: no, i have to I say it. this is a fairly universal problem david yeah. so don't beat up on yourself about it but we can talk about what to do about
1: it yeah what's funny here is that that it you know it comes w- people often talk about the need to live in the moment um but the, pro- the problem you're describing kind of comes from being too caught up in the moment you know so yeah. if you um you know so what, what's happening there is that you're forgetting kind of what am i doing this for you know what's the whole point behind this and uh so uh-huh. what you know when when you um just, sorry just a second there's a little bit of background noise there uh, uh, melissa if you could there we thank go. you
2: thank you melissa
1: um so you know the problem comes in where um we forget why we're doing the thing. We get so caught up in what's happening in the here and now, and, and I, I've got to get the thing done, that we that we kind of need to step back and, and remind ourselves, what's the point of this? You know, the, oh, the point is to relax. The point is to enjoy ourselves. We do this around holidays, too. It's like, you know, the whole point is right, to try to build connection with family, but, but I get so caught up in the cooking and the decorating and the everything else that, you know, we, we neglect the relationship piece of it. So, you know, I, I think, you know, it's important to just be aware of not just doing the thing in the moment, but but really connecting yourself with the greater purpose of this.
2: Well, and we talk about this all the time in terms of what helps couples get through fights. So let's back it up so you don't start the fight in the first place, which is whenever we're taking something on together, even packing up for a trip, which can be an intense project to do, you have to... Put the emphasis on taking care of each other while you go through the experience. So simple things like you feel yourself starting to rev up or maybe you've been a little bit edgy in your voice with her. Just go over and say to her, I love you so much and I just want to give you a hug because you're more important to me than whether we get there in time or how this happens, even if it's meeting a plane, right? Right. It's it's saying to her the night before, What can I do to be my best self with you? What do you need from me as we get ready for or this? Or how do tomorrow? we take
1: care of each other while yeah. we're taking while we're doing this tomorrow? Just kinda of talking about that ahead of time so that you can, you know, just be mindful of the real point of doing the thing isn't getting the thing done. It's it's, it's taking care of each other while you do it.
2: Yeah, and that's you know, if you're having an argument that the all the research says that's what's gonna get you through it well anyway and have it be, you know, a successful outcome. So that's the first thing. You know, making sure that on the top of your to-do list, the written one is take care of each other while we do this. The other little tip I'm going to give you David and it took me a while to learn this but boy has it helped me. Practically, start doing this stuff a week or two out. Have your packing list. Start packing like two or 3 days before the stuff that you're not going to need right away, so only like the, you know, the bathroom stuff goes in at the last minute if you can make it a slower process you will not get revved up as much on the day
1: of and and she's you know using your example of getting ready for the trip but that that really applies to any project absolutely anything that you think is going to be stressful the more lead time you give it the, the the more joyful you can be while you're doing it because you've broken it down into more manageable pieces exactly so you know by having I mean, one thing that, that Lisa and I will do is is we'll, we'll have regular times, kind of sort of business meeting times where we talk about what's coming up in the next week, you know what do we need to sort of be prepared for, and how do we break it down into smaller pieces, right? So so those are just a couple of suggestions. You know, number one, just to recap um you know really reminding yourself of the bigger picture you know why are we doing this it's not just to get the thing done it's because we are trying to enjoy ourselves or we're trying to connect as a family or whatever it is so keeping the big picture in mind so that you don't get so caught up in the minutia of it that you start getting stressed out by that. You know, secondly, you know, asking that question ahead of time, what do we need to do to take care of each other and make sure we can get through this and, and come out the other end closer for it?
2: And if you notice yourself falling back into that pattern, taking that pause and giving her that hug or that wor- those words of affirmation and love, so that you know you're taking care of each other is more important than anything else.
1: And then finally, uh, you know, trying to have those meetings in advance that really talk about what's coming up and how can we break it down into smaller pieces so we don't feel like we're under the gun when the moment comes.
2: And even doing that for yourself, having those working lists so you're not trying to remember everything all by yourself because that's why your mind is getting overwhelmed by it all. And... It's helpful if you actually are trying to meet a plane, build in an extra hour of cushion. So it might be horrible to get up that extra hour, but if you can do that and you end up at the airport having a cup of coffee and waiting at the gate with no problem,
1: you'll feel all the better for it. David, thank you so much for the call. If there's more we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out to us. But you know, just, again, drawing from David's call, listeners, you know, a big part of holding on to joy in the middle of stressful situations is remembering to connect with the people around you. You know, to, to to stop for a minute and say, you know, I could really use that hug right now, or or to just you know remind yourself of the larger picture where you're trying to connect with people or or shoring up that connection, um, because going back to the idea of joy being the fruit of meaningfulness, intimacy, and virtue, the more we're able to focus on that intimacy in the middle of the job, right, the making the connection, uh, you know, ma- remembering this is about relationship. Uh, and doing the task in a more relational, friendly way, the more we're able to experience that joy and connection through that that keeps us grounded and keeps us focused on the most important things. Thanks again for the call, David. And we're taking your calls, folks, at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Today's show is titled, No Joy as we talk about those things in our life or relationships that that get get us down and steal our joy. Would you like to experience a little more joy in your life? What's getting in the way? Are there particular problems in your life or relationships that are stealing your joy? Or, Or maybe you're just finding it hard to be as joyful as you'd like to be in general for some reason, but you're maybe not sure why. Or perhaps you'd like to help someone you care about be a little more joyful, but you're not sure how to support them. And the times you do try to help haven't worked out all that well let us help you discover the path to a more joyful and abundant life give us a call at 877-573-7825 again that's 877-573-7825 you can also shoot us your questions via email that address questions at more to life com. either way we are here to help you lead a more joyful life today on more to life back in a minute
0: EWTN Radio is seeking a dynamic radio producer to join the EWTN
1: radio team in Irondale, Alabama. The right candidate will be a passionate, multi-skilled, talented professional who can manage and direct all aspects of producing world-class programming and play an integral part in Mother Angelica's mission. If this is you or someone you know, email a resume and cover letter, including salary requirements, to human Resources at EWTN.com. Ave Maria Radio invites you to feast on the joy of fasting this Lenten season and all year long. Fast from thoughts that weaken. Feast on promises that inspire. Fast from problems. Feast on blessings. Fast from thoughts of illness. Feast on the healing power of God. Fasting is a part of true Christian life. It liberates us from this world as we grow closer to Christ. This program is brought to
4: you by the following nonprofit underwriter.
1: Are you longing to hear God's voice? Lord, teach me to pray. The free Ignatian prayer series will open your heart to His voice, to the peace you are seeking and the only love that fulfills the human heart, Jesus. God is calling you to true joy, knowing Jesus personally. Lord, teach me to pray is free. Go to lordteachmetopray.com. Click on the red box. Order the Lord, teach me to pray series now. Go to lordteachmetopray.com. Thank
2: you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popcheck.
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck, And today on More to Life, the show is titled No Joy. As we talk about the challenges in our life or relationships that get us down and undermine our joy. If you'd like to experience more joy in your life, give us a call at 877-573. Seven eight two five. joining us right now rachel isaac she is a pastoral counselor with catholiccounselors.com she directs the saint sebastian program for performance excellence where she specializes in helping people achieve success rachel welcome to more to life thank you for having me always great being here so you wanted to share um kind of one small thing we have a tendency to overlook when we're trying to be more joyful
5: Yeah, well, you know, one of the big things is that we really tend to reserve fun for when we have time or when the rest of the things on our to-do list are checked off, right, as though that's ever actually going (laughs) to happen.
2: Yeah, if we reserve it at all. Sometimes we just forget entirely that it should exist in our adult lives, don't we? So true.
5: And, you know, fun is actually a basic need. You know, we typically think of basic needs being strictly related to right, food, water, safety, sleep. But what happens when we don't have fun? We get burnt out, we become disconnected from ourselves, from our family members, from our friends. We tend to kind of feel more overwhelmed and our mood just really becomes more negative. When we have fun though, we feel invigorated. We enjoy the company of the people around us. We become more solution focused and are more capable of solving problems because we're able to approach them from a fresh perspective. The need for joy and fun is actually hardwired into the way that we're created because dopamine plays a key role in executive functioning, meaning we need to have fun in order for our brain to operate at its best. So start treating fun like a basic need. How can you enjoy what you're doing? Even if it's a tedious task, can you listen to music you enjoy? Work on the task with somebody else and talk about enjoyable topics or approach Mm. the task in just a playful way. How can you make time for something enjoyable or fun on a daily basis or at least a weekly basis? How can you make time to have fun with your family or the people who are close to you? When we intentionally make time for fun in our lives, our days will just naturally become brighter, more meaningful, and therefore more successful.
1: And I wanna, you know, just add to what you're saying in that, you know, when, again, you know, you're talking about you know, having fun, but, but uh, when people hear that, they think, you know, step away from the thing you're doing and go play a game. Or go, and and those, are, those are good things, you know, taking a walk, you know, sure. you know, just doing something to give yourself a break. But one of the things that I try to do, especially when I have a, t- a task that I don't really want to do, <laughs> is I ask myself, how could I make it more enjoyable? You know, what, what, right. Not to be trite about it But what, what's the spoonful of sugar I can add to make this medicine go down You can quote Mary Poppins you know, But, but it, it, there's something to that you know, How can I do this unpleasant task In a somewhat more pleasant way Can I put on some music that I like Is there a, you know, a, a stack that I want to make When I, when I do the thing you know, What is it that I can do to make this Unpleasant task a little more pleasant And that helps us to have a little more joy About all the things we have to do And not feel quite so burdened by it I think
5: Right. I mean, one of the examples I know we've kind of talked about before is, like, folding laundry, right? You know, maybe some of us like that. I personally don't, right? But, you know, if we're trying to fold laundry, you know, maybe as a family, can we fold a laundry and then, like, have a sock fight afterwards, right? <laughs> like, similar to a snowball fight, but we're having a sock. You know, the laundry's still done, right? But we're having fun. It's something to look forward to. It's a way to be silly and enjoy the things that we're doing. And, again, it's not just kind of stepping away and having fun and putting all the rest of the the things on our in our life on the back burner it's about enjoying those things and kind of bringing more meaning to them folding laundry is just folding laundry but when we fold laundry together and we have a sock fight well now it's connecting right it's meaningful it's working together it's taking that time to find that joy and just enjoy each other
1: amen rachel thanks so much for being with us always a pleasure to talk with you and if folks would like to learn more about her good work you can go to CatholicCounselors.com and in particular check out the St. Sebastian Program for Performance Excellence where we do help people be more successful in whatever role they are in. And that's CatholicCounselors.com We are taking your calls right now about joy on our show titled No Joy where we look at what are those things that are stealing your joy those particular problems or challenges in your life or relationships or or just a general sense of not being as joyful as you'd like to be Whether you would like to be more joyful or you'd like to help somebody in your life experience a little more joy and help you discover the path to a more joyful, abundant life. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue with your calls and questions about joy. Coming up right after the break, stick around.
6: When we say, "'Thy will be done as it is in heaven,' what are we asking of our Father?' The Catholic Catechism explains that God desires for all men to be saved and to come to know the truth. He does not wish anyone to perish. In His Son, Jesus Christ, and through His human will, the will of the Father has been perfectly fulfilled once for all. The Lord made this clear on entering public ministry, "'I have come to do your will, O God.'" Only Jesus can say, I always do what is pleasing to him, even unto death, as he prayed in the garden of Gethsemane, not my will, but yours be done. Thus we ask our Father to unite our will to his sons in order to fulfill the Father's will. By prayer we can discern God's will and receive the endurance to carry it out. Jesus taught that one enters the kingdom of God not by speaking only words, but by doing the will of his Father in heaven. I'm Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism. Catholic Connection with Teresa Tomeo. Father John Ricardo served as our spiritual director, and he gave us a theme on which to speak. He asked all the speakers to address this statement in some way, shape, or form, because of you, I know God. And that hit me, and Deacon Dominic, when he first put that out there like a ton of bricks, because basically, that's our story. And I believe if we stop and think about this, because of someone in our life, whether it be maybe a relative or maybe someone at work or maybe someone on the street, who was it that witnessed to you? And because of that person, you either came to know the Lord or know Him and your one holy Catholic and apostolic church better and more intimately. Catholic Connection, Teresa Tomio. Weekdays,
3: 9 a.m. Eastern, on EWTN Radio.
6: Hi,
2: I'm Lisa Popcheck. Did you know that research shows that married couples who find time to connect in meaningful ways tend to be happier and more resilient? It's not just about going out for a date now and then. It's about connecting in simple, ordinary ways on a daily and weekly basis. It's about finding ways to work, play, talk, and pray together instead of individually. For example, when couples choose to make a meal or clean up the kitchen together, that experience can nurture a sense of teamwork and collaboration that spills over into other areas of their relationship. Couples can connect by regularly doing something fun together too. It doesn't need to be big. It might be as simple as reading a book together or taking an interest in one another's hobbies. As small as these rituals of connection might seem, over time they create a deep, solid foundation for any marriage. They create the time couples need to share experiences, relate on a deeper level, and build a shared life together. Get more tips for building a strong marriage in the book How to Heal Your Marriage and Nurture Lasting Love. And if you would like to find faithful help with your relationship, visit CatholicCounselors.com.
1: Welcome back folks. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, no joy. Well, we're 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 having plenty of Be with all of our listeners. There you go. But if you are struggling to be as joyful as you'd like to be in your life, or be whether because of a particular problem you're going through, or just in general, uh, lacking that sense of joy you'd like to have, or if you're trying to help somebody you care about, be a little more joyful, give us a call at 877-573-7825.
2: We're talking now with Judy, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Florida on Divine Mercy Radio.
1: Hi, Judy. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on?
4: Yes. Hello. Thank you. Uh, This is for someone else, my dear son who's 36 almost 37 and he i believe he has hardly had any joy in his life that he's experienced hmm. i came from a very dysfunctional background and his father left when he was three months and uh then i uh, married when he was six and my husband adopted him and um i remember uh when the adoption went through, and he agreed that this is what he wanted to be part of this family, he held his fingers behind his back and had his fingers crossed, like uh, your your a, son a
1: did this. Little,
4: yeah. Yes. Like oh, I'm sorry. Well, no, that,
1: but 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 that's well, that was 30 years ago. So so what's going on now? That that where your son's at, and how can we help you help him?
4: Yeah. Well, he's always been kind of. Uh, quiet and uh, non-expressive and depressed and we went to a counselor and when she finally got him to talk about it, he was about eight, and uh, she said, if you could see your father and say one thing to him, what would it be? And he said, why did you leave me? And uh, he he has just struggled for joy. He's very tall, so he's like in the exception range. Which does not make it easy. Anything different?
2: Okay. So, so Judy, so, yeah, Judy. That. So, like, where where are you in his life now? Do you live close to him? Do you see him fairly frequently? We need to kind of figure out if you have
4: any.
1: Yeah, what's going on now? And, him. And, and and what kind of yeah he, influence do you have?
4: He uh, he hardly uh, communicates at all. He's in Sacramento, and actually, okay. my home is Michigan. But I am flying out there to see him, and he's in a baseball team that he, uh, he never married, and uh, he's in a baseball team that he uh, put together, and he is kind of looking forward to seeing a game, his sister told me, who also okay. lives out there, but he, hasn't, he doesn't...
1: Okay, well, so so the, the thing, you know, I appreciate your concern for him, and there's certainly a lot of history here the most important thing you can do to help your son be more joyful now is is really be f- just focusing on being as present to him in, in as, as you can um, by you know you say he doesn't reach out to you but make sure that you're reaching out with him that you're you know sending him a little text to say you know I'm, I'm thinking about you I want to share this with you and don't you know when we find ourselves in a place where we want to try to help somebody else be more cheerful, or but we have a tendency to fall into the cheerleading uh, posture, where we say, well, you know, you shouldn't have those problems because you have this going on, you got this going on, or, or you know, we, we try to be fixers, right, where we try to tell them what to do about their problems, and the problem with both of those positions is that they, it tends to have the effect, the opposite effect on the person, where they say, well, you just don't get it, right, and so they have to double down on their negative feelings in order to convince us that their concerns are legitimate. So the best thing you can really do is, is make sure you're listening to him and, and you're supporting him, you're empathizing with him. If he you know, is willing to let you pray over him and with him, make sure that you're doing that too to bring the Lord into the situation. Um, and, and really just being a presence in his life that's encouraging him toward those things uh, that, that, would, that do give him joy, like this baseball team that he's part of. What uh-huh. are the other things that he does that help him make a difference? What are the other things he does that help him make connection? Uh, because that's really what it is you know meaningfulness intimacy virtue how do how do i make a difference that's what meaningfulness is how do i make connection that's what intimacy is virtue is how can i use this to grow and the more we can help ourselves and others focus on those three qualities uh, the 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 more joyful we're going to be Judy, thank you so much for the call. Hey, by the way, we're talking a lot about joy today, and if you are looking for ways to experience more joy in the Lord, it's a great new book by Marcus Grody, Guideposts for the Journey Home. For over 25 years, the Journey Home program on EWTN has enjoyed tremendous success, and Marcus shares personal stories of conversion, hope, and renewal to help readers stay close to Christ and his church amidst life's storms with some of the show's finest interviews, including answers to real-life questions posed by viewers. In this book, you're going to find fascinating stories about miracles, healings, vocational journeys. Check it out. It's Guideposts for the Journey Home by Marcus Grodi. It's available now. Go to buycatholic.com. Uh I'm so sorry. It's a go to go to uh, EWTNRC.com. That's uh, what it is. Yeah. Uh, EWTNRC.com once again. And we are taking your calls right now about leading a more joyful life. 877 573 7825. Again, that's eight seven seven five seven three seventy eight twenty five. If you are listening later on to the More to Life podcast, you can still get your questions in. The email address is questions at more dot com.
2: Let's talk now with Peggy, who's listening to EWTN Radio
1: in Iowa. Hi, Peggy. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on?
3: Hi. Um, I was wondering, what do you do when you get everything on you? My husband had a mini mini stroke. I'm a caregiver. My son has ADHD. Um, How old is your son? Our uh, for, he's forty seven and he's okay. just very negative um and he has other mental health issues that
2: mm-hmm. and does he live with you Peggy or like are you caregiving for him as well
3: yeah i'm yeah he he moved in with us right after my husband had the mini stroke in twenty eighteen and mm-hmm. um but um he just um, he doesn't. He has a problem comprehending, and um, so he's he's like a little kitty, you know. When um, I mention something, you know, there's always a comeback, like a little kid.
1: Sorry, when you say he, do you mean your husband or your son? My son. Okay, so are we? Okay, so you're. you're are you? Are you asking about your husband, or are you asking about your son, or just you know no, you're no, being burned out by caring? The
3: question is, is, is um, my son? Yeah, because I just stated you know that we're caregivers for my husband. You know, and okay. I have no issue other than you know he has we you know the basic thing of making him go to the bathroom, um, giving him medication. I understand. Medication. Yeah, it's you know, very stressful
1: in and of itself. I understand. Okay. Yeah. So how can we help you with your son then?
3: If, and and he, see, I used to be a domestic violence advocate, and I told him about you know that it's very serious to go through counseling. Um, we got him to a new place, but he um, we went there about three weeks ago, and you know when we came out of seeing the person because she didn't see me, so I you know I went in and just explained the situation of what's going on with him that. You would have thought that, um, he would have, um, they would have made an appointment with him to start counseling because he was married to a Filipina, brought her over from the Philippines, and then he. Peggy, I'm, so, I'm so sorry, there's, but just there's some there's details a lot going here, on here that, that are more I, than we I, need uh, to be able what, to. Help is you with there a understand? particular
1: question that you've got that we can help you with specifically today?
3: Yeah, it just, um, what, what to do, um, because, um, it's just, um, it seems like when, you know, I help many people, I and my son is the most stressful part of it. That it's so hard that um, I'm just ready to give up. Because so
1: Peggy, let me ask you this: why, why are you the like? Is your son functional at all? Is he able to hold down a job? Is he, you know, I understand that, that he's, you know, he's living with you now, but but is is he capable of having his own place, of of holding down a job, of, of being an adult?
3: Yeah, he he lives with us, and he's he's really a good worker at work.
1: Okay, the best thing you can do, Peggy, for this guy. I mean, you said he's he's. Uh, I think you said. Thirty-seven, well, yeah. well into his adulthood, is 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 encourage him to get his own space um, because you know he, I realize he does have struggles, um, but the way we learn and the way we grow is by living life uh, and being in the position where we have to take responsibility for ourselves and oh. have to be able to take the the chance that we might might fail or struggle a bit. And what's happening is that you're you're you know stepping in to carry too much of the burden here where he's not having to be the grown-up that he needs to be and living the life that he's you know is called to live and getting the help that he needs to get to be an adult
2: now it's great that he moved in when your husband had the mini stroke he was like perhaps trying to support you but at this point What's happening is he's being more and more crippled by mommy stepping into the breach. It's very hard for some of us as moms, especially if our adult kids are struggling, to forget that they're not kids anymore and make them accountable for their lives. On top of that, you're dealing with everything with your husband, and then you're laying more caregiving on top of yourself for this. So you're destroying your own mental and spiritual health through this. So setting those boundaries with him that says, thank you very much for coming in when we needed you because your dad went through this. I think it would be better for all of us now for you to be able to start living your own life again and letting Dad and I get on with trying to have our lives it's, it's
1: one thing if your son was coming in to help you take care of your husband and his father, but it's another thing if you are having to take care of both your husband who has the stroke and then your son as well who really is in a position where he needs to be learning how to take care of himself.
2: Now, you may need to work with a counselor yourself to figure out how to set some of those boundaries effectively because I think that God's given you a real gift of caregiving. You've talked about how many people you've cared for in your life, but if you don't have healthy boundaries, you're not actually caregiving. You're enabling, and you're destroying your own mental health. So if you need somebody to teach you how to do that, setting boundaries lovingly but effectively, that would probably be a real help to you right now when you're going through all of this over the last few years.
1: You know, healthy boundaries are an important part of leading a more joyful, meaningful, intimate, and virtuous life. So, Peggy, uh, you or any other listener who is struggling with setting good boundaries, if you'd like faithful ways to do that, because, of course, as Christians, we want to make sure that our boundaries are charitable and leave the door open for reconciliation or at least ordered toward working for the other person's good, then reach out to us at CatholicCounselors.com. That's the kind of thing we do every day. Again, that's CatholicCounselors.com. And we are taking your calls today on our show titled no joy as we talk about the challenges that are stealing your joy robbing your peace or if you just in general would like to know what it means to live a more joyful life give us a call 877-573-7825 we are here for you at 877-573-7825 as we head to our break it's time for our scripture of the day which comes to us from psalm 94 verse 19
2: When the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul.
1: And we talk a lot on the show from time to time about desolations and consolations. Those are terms that St. Ignatius of Loyola used to describe the kinds of thoughts and feelings and impulses that we have. Uh, Consolations, of course, are those voices that we hear in our head that... Draw us closer to God or make it easier for us to be the person God is calling us to be, while desolations pull us away from God and pull us away from the person that God wants us to be. When uh, the psalmist talks about consolations, that's what he's referring to, the importance of really tuning in to those voices in our head, those feelings that nudge us toward God, nudge us toward doing and being the person God is calling us to be, and that is what cheers our heart. We are taking your calls about joy. When More to Life continues on the other side of the break, give us a call at 877-573-7825 and tell us, would you like to experience more joy in your life? What's getting in the way? Are there particular problems in your life or relationships that are stealing your joy? Or maybe you're just finding it hard to be as joyful as you'd like to be in general. Or you're trying to help someone you care about be a little more joyful. 877 573 7825. Again, that's 877 573 7825. Or if you're listening to the More to Life podcast, shoot us your questions via email to questions at moretoliferadio.com. More to Life will continue with your questions about joy when we come back in a minute.
0: Catechism in a Year with me, Father Mike Schmitz, is now available right here on Catholic Radio encounter God's plan of sheer goodness for us, revealed in Scripture and passed down through the tradition of the Catholic faith as we journey together toward our heavenly home.
6: Bible in a Year and Catechism in a Year with Father Mike Schmitz, tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on EWTN Radio.
1: Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo. I tell oftentimes an experience that I had at Divine Child, when I was a young priest, one year ordained, first time
0: i ever really saw the power of the blessed sacrament and we simply exposed the blessed sacrament at the end of mass one night i encouraged people i said you know what we've been in the habit of praying over people
1: after mass i said we're not going to do that this week i'm just going to invite people to come on up and pray if they want to pray and i put the blessed sacrament on the altar i kneel down as i kneel down the church is in the sanctuary the whole church And as I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at the people there, and I'm looking at Jesus under the appearance of bread there, I saw the Lord standing on the altar. And he's just standing there looking out at all the people. And then at a certain point, he turned towards me, and he just bowed. And he says, don't you see how easy this is? You don't have to
0: do anything. You just have to put me out. You put me out, and I will work.
2: Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa
1: Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Today's show is titled No Joy. As we talk about those problems in our life or relationships that undermine our joy and steal our peace, is there a particular challenge you're facing that is stealing your joy that you'd like some help overcoming? Or maybe there's someone in your life that you'd like to help be a little more joyful We are here for you. Either way, let us help you discover the path to a more joyful, abundant life. That's 877-573-7825. Again, that number is 877-573-7825. You can also shoot us your questions via email. That address is questions at more dot com that, let's go to our next caller, Lisa, who's up? We're talking with
2: Amber, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Nebraska on Spirit Catholic Radio.
1: Hi, Amber, listening in Nebraska. Welcome to More to Life. What can we do for you today?
5: Hi. I have five kids and I am struggling with um, excuse me, if I get emotional, it's what I do. Um, Okay. Um, so The mom funds that you make, as you do with preschool and all that business, and then you move on, um, so they've moved on to appropriate things that you would with 13 and 11-year-old kids. Okay. Well, I have a second set of kids that are very small now, Mm. and uh, it's... uh, little thing where i was at a group meeting and the lady asked me to leave because the little ones were um distracting so um so you're feeling kind of lonely be, amber yes yeah, and no. i'm definitely not wanting to be a bother. certainly wanting to not not Bring children where it's not appropriate, and they certainly don't want to wreck anybody else's meetings or time. But
1: what, what, what was the group, Amber? What were you?
5: Yeah. What, um, what was the
1: group for? Um.
5: Well, it, it was a exercise. Um. Uh. uh weight Watchers. Okay. okay. Um
1: so you're just trying to get some support to be be a little little healthier and, and you just really felt like they, they took that away from you?
5: Yeah. And <clears throat> and I'm not I don't blame them. I just don't have I don't have anything else I can do. Um there's no there's nowhere else for the kids go. So okay. I'm just trying so, to so just get in in between.
1: So, so, you're, so, how can we help you today? Because I, I, I some things I could say, but I want to make sure that I'm actually responding to what your concern is. So, what, what, what can we do for you today?
5: I guess when you were saying finding the joy, like ordering this with my head, so that I can. I don't. I just don't know how you step out into the world when you're. You're the stay-at-home mom, and you're stuck. And how old are the little ones again? Four and two. Okay. There's, there's two four-year-olds and a two-year-old.
1: Okay. So you have twin four-year-olds and a two-year-old. Okay. And and Amber, I mean, you know, I mean, all the obvious the obvious things here, of course, you know, in terms of of you know other childcare or those kinds of things. I mean, do you, do you have any any friends in your life or other people who you know can help you with watching the kids during the day?
5: not anymore because all my stay home mom tribe have gone back to work because their kids are Mm. older so let
2: me ask you this amber i mean you've got yourself and we went through something very similar you've got an age difference between the first half of your family and the second half of your family what kind of things did you get involved with that allowed you to have those friends when you were momming the first time with the older kids? What groups did you belong to? Can you rejoin things like that now with a whole new group? Fine, but the moms in those groups are 20. Yeah, <laughs> well, but that's okay. You know, I'm going to say something to you, Amber. I remember when my oldest kids were tiny. And there was it was a really interesting situation that we had in a moms group that we formed. We had a mom who was the age of all the moms who started this, which was, you know, mid to late 20s. And then one of the moms brought her mom <laughs> because her mom had a baby the same age as this young woman had because this Catholic mom had a large family and suddenly this mom who was 50 was there with her toddler. And she spent the first meeting or two with us just apologizing and thanking us for having her there because she was so much older. And we were like, no, 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 no. no! We need you. We want you. We want your wisdom. We want everything that you've learned. We need you in our lives. We need this encouragement. We need to see how you're doing this. Don't put this on yourself, Amber, that you're too old to be with these 20-something. I guarantee you that you know maybe one will be, you know, not great, but they will be thrilled. You have the same issues, the same problems, but you also have more wisdom, and, and give yourself a chance to do that with a new group. Don't yeah. put the age thing. On yourself
1: yeah I, I you know you you did this once before with the with the older kids and I think you know you don't want to eliminate those options for yourself just because you're in a different state of life I mean you're you're you have a lot more in common with those younger moms than you think yes and you know, don't limit yourself there I would really encourage you to, to, to just kind of get over those desolations that are saying Ah, oh, amber you won't fit in there and, and go ahead and go to the groups and right. and, and, and go f- regularly because you, you want to get that support because you can't be alone in this
2: but the other thing I really Encourage you to do, Amber, is do what Rachel Isaac was talking about earlier. Look for those fun things to do with your younger kids during the day. Get out for that fresh air and those walks. Go to the park and actually play with them. Do things with them during the day that gives you some joy as well as them.
1: And I'd like you to. I'd like to invite you to be part of our our community at Catholic Home. Yes. Download the Catholic H O M app. Um, it's just filled with with moms and families just like you. Faithful Catholic families trying to live their life and who need support, who need fellowship. It's an online community, but there's also opportunities to start local face to face groups as well. Uh, plus, there's our whole team of pastoral counselors and coaches is on the app, just giving coaching advice to parents and, and helping families be faithful, effective, loving Catholic families. It's and a we get together
2: resource. once a month over Zoom, and everybody gets to know each other and have a social hangout and ask questions. It's yeah. really
1: awesome. It's not, not going to solve all the problems, right? But it's, it's, it's a one more thing that you can belong to that really is there to support you all day long. Check it out. Catholic H-O-M. Download the app. Uh, or go to catholichom.com to learn more about it. But Amber, yeah, please don't don't hold yourself back from joining those communities of, of younger moms cuz they really would love to have you. I'm sure of it. Thanks so much for listening today, folks. If there's more we can do to support you, come on over to catholiccounselors.com. You're God to bless. More to
6: life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popcheck. More to life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.